0: Have you ever wanted to start over, to reinvent yourself? Reinvention is something we all do at some point in our lives. Sometimes it's simple, sometimes it's complicated, but it's often necessary to lead a fulfilling life. And it's always interesting. I'm your host, Julie Basello. Join me for some inspiration as I share reinvention stories from real people just like you. Let's explore the reinvention adventure together. Your voice is one of the most transformative things you can find. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a professional, or simply someone seeking personal growth, this episode is for you. What do I mean by finding your voice? Let's talk about it. Hey, it's Julie. It's been a minute since my last episode, and I've missed you. Sometimes when we take on new endeavors, they snowball into lots of opportunities that then get in the way of what we started in the first place. But I'm just making excuses, really. I now know how easy it is to have pod fade happen. But I'm getting back in the swing of things, and I have some great interviews coming up. Everything will be focused on reinvention stories and the lessons we can learn from the experiences of others. In fact, I may even change the name of this podcast to reflect that. I'm toying with the idea, but you'll know once I know. I do know that I definitely want to focus on reinvention. I just really love talking to people about their stories. But before I get back to interviews, I wanted to share something that is important to me. That something is finding your voice. Quick story time. When I was a kid, I used to make radio shows with my record player and my cassette recorder. Imagine that I was fully entertained by this. I wanted to be a radio disc jockey and I used to run my radio show with a friend and record myself. I wish I had access to those cassettes because seven-year-old me and my friend Eva recorded goofy things and it would be hysterical to listen to now. Into my teen years, I got made fun of because my voice didn't sound like other kids' voices. My voice didn't sound that different then from how it sounds now. I imagine that a version close to my current voice coming out of a kid's body might have been a bit off-putting to other kids'. If I'm being honest, I tried to blend in and always got singled out, and it felt like I got teased about something. You know how kids are. So I went into my adult years not liking the sound of my voice. Years and years went by, and now I'm at a job and in charge of multimedia. One of my responsibilities is video and audio, and one day we didn't have someone to do a voiceover for one of our corporate videos. I just told my video editor, oh, forget about finding another person, I'll just do it. I did the read-through, mic'd up in one take, and I nailed it. That was five years ago. I got positive feedback, and that basically led me to do many voiceovers over the years. Suddenly, I was getting accolades for my voice. Not what I expected, but it was cool. Today, I use my literal voice to do voiceovers and podcast intros for many of my video and podcast production clients. Not too shabby for the kid with the odd voice, huh? So it appears that, although it took me a long time, I finally found my voice both literally and figuratively. It isn't always easy to do that, either. And sometimes it takes longer than you think. For the purpose of clarity, when I speak about finding your voice, I mean a few different things. And there are a couple of ways I want to come at this topic, so bear with me. All of the things I mean are based on authenticity or being the most true real version of you. Finding your voice is an essential part of your personal and professional development. It's about uncovering your authentic self and expressing your true values, beliefs, and passions. Here are a few of the things I'm referring to when I speak about finding your voice. One, the personal brand voice. It's finding your ability to connect with your own personal message and effectively communicate it to others. Two is the connected voice. It's connecting with your talents and not being afraid to use them. Connecting with your natural abilities and using them on a regular basis, and especially using them to help other people, is a huge way to find your voice. In my case, it was my literal voice, but it doesn't have to be literally a voice to capture that connectivity to your purpose. Three, the thoughts and opinions voice. It's when you discover that you have a voice, a literal voice, an opinion, thoughts that are important and that you aren't afraid to express. And people actually want to hear that voice, those thoughts and those opinions, and they connect with them. There are many factors that can get in the way of finding your voice. There probably are like a gazillion factors, if I'm honest. Many of these are complicated or go deep into psychology, and for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to just brush the surface a bit. I'm not a psychologist, and I'm not a psychology expert, so I want to stick to the sides of this that I can present most authentically to you from my perspective. Some factors that can inhibit finding your voice include things like imposter syndrome. Oh, imposter syndrome, how I hate you, but also how you've prompted me to be better and stronger. I mean, I could talk about imposter syndrome all damn day. Some of the most talented, badass people I've encountered in my life so far suffer greatly from this. According to Wikipedia, imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience, is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence— those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all that they have achieved. Some of the common signs of imposter syndrome include an inability to realistically assess your competency and skills. Some of the common signs of imposter syndrome include an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors, not to your own abilities, beating yourself up for your performance, fearing that you won't live up to expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt, and then setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. While for some people, imposter syndrome can fuel feelings of motivation to achieve, this usually comes at a cost in the form of constant anxiety. You might overprepare or work much harder than necessary to make sure nobody finds out you're a fraud. I may not be a psychology professional, but I know what this is like because I've experienced it. Why do people struggle with this? So many incredibly talented people that I know have some form of imposter syndrome, either around asking for what they want or about knowing who they are. Imposter syndrome can definitely affect your ability to reinvent yourself. If you think you aren't good enough, together enough, knowledgeable enough, etc., you'll talk yourself out of your reinvention journey before you even have a chance to begin. And if reinventing yourself is something you really want to do, in life, in your career, whatever, it would be a shame for you to talk yourself out of it before you even have a chance to try. Another factor that can inhibit your ability to find your voice is the need to seek validation from outside sources, basically caring too much about what other people think. Let me translate what it looks like to not seek validation. It's knowing who you are and what you're capable of without any other input from anyone else. I don't mean fake confidence either. I mean really knowing your worth the way you know your eye color. Here's the thing. In terms of validation needs, no one really cares if you're being true to yourself. It isn't anyone else's job to help you be true to yourself. It's your job, though. My favorite Dr. Seuss quote would fit really nicely right here. Perhaps you've heard it. Be who you are and say what you mean, because those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. Like many people I know, I've been guilty of spending a lot of time listening to other people's voices, but I haven't always listened to my own. I wonder if you can relate to this. You see, I listened to the voice in my head, but I never let it out of my head. This wasn't good. As an artist, as a professional, as a human, I held myself back for a long time because I allowed myself to think no one wanted to hear me. And to be honest, maybe people don't want to hear me, but the good news is, now I don't care. Here are some tips for finding your own voice know yourself. Ask and answer these questions. Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you want to say? What matters to you? What are you passionate about? What really lights you up? These are the things to ask yourself in order to find your authentic voice. And authenticity very much matters, which segues to the next tip, which is be yourself. What comes naturally to you will be the best way to formulate your own voice. Trying to be someone else or voice the thoughts of others as your own won't work long term. It just isn't sustainable. While you're being yourself, you have to let go of the thoughts of others. Everyone has an opinion on everything. Those opinions can't impede your ability to be your authentic self in your thoughts, your actions, and your voice. The next tip for finding your own voice is to find your people. Finding your tribe is an important part of finding your voice. You want to be around people who feed your authenticity and who build you up. The people in your tribe will help you when you feel lost, inconsistent, or inauthentic. They're the ones who remind you when you forget. It's completely normal to feel uncertain or insecure, especially when it comes to putting yourself out there. Remember that finding your voice is a journey, and it's okay to start small. Start by sharing your thoughts and opinions with people you trust and gradually expand your comfort zone. The goal is to connect with your audience on a deeper level by being genuine and demonstrating your expertise. Your audience could be three people or three million people or anything in between. It doesn't matter, as long as it's an audience that connects with you. The next tip in finding your own voice is to let perfectionism go. Perfection is sometimes the enemy of getting things done. No one needs your voice to be perfect. Everyone needs your voice to be real. Embrace vulnerability and understand that the process of finding your voice is an ongoing one. The next tip to finding your own voice is to elevate the voices of others. Use your voice to inspire others to use their voices. The ways to do that will vary from situation to situation, but you'll know the right time to do this when you encounter it. This is actually one of my favorite things. Helping others to get where they want to go is something that has been really important to me for most of my career. Always remember that even when it feels like everything has been thought, said, and done before, there is someone somewhere who needs to hear what you have to say in your own authentic voice, even if it's been said before. Seriously. Here's an example of finding your voice that I connect with. It may not seem like a voice thing, but in fact, it very much is about someone who chose to take back her power from a negative situation by utilizing her talents and abilities. When Taylor Swift decided to re-record her own albums after the rights to her original album recordings were purposely not sold back to her, that was the biggest badass move to me. If you don't know the complete story, Google it. Of course, Taylor Swift had a clear handle on her voice prior to her music being sold away from her. But this is on a whole other level. I mean, is there a more badass move than taking back your power in a situation like this where people just tried to take from you? I'm in awe of the kind of strength of mindset that it took to do this. I know that having the means to do the re-record certainly was a factor, but still, this is a complete inspiration to me. In the face of something horrible, she turned around and changed the narrative. Completely. In one of her songs, she refers to the person who now owns her music when she says, He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. No matter what may be taken away from you, no one can take away you or your voice. When you find your voice, you unlock your true potential. Personally, it brings a sense of fulfillment, happiness, and purpose to your life. Professionally, it allows you to differentiate yourself from the competition, to build a loyal audience or customer base, and to create a lasting impact. Finding your voice is a catalyst for growth. It enables you to make meaningful connections and attract like-minded individuals who resonate with your message. Finding your voice is a journey, and it's never too late to start. Regardless of your end in mind, my wish for you is that you embrace your uniqueness, share your story, and let your voice be heard. As always, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Until next time. This podcast is sponsored by Basello Media, a boutique content creation agency supporting the marketing efforts of businesses through visual, written, and audio content. If you'd like to contact me, my email is in the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram at hey it's Julie Podcast or at Basello Media. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support this podcast, please share it with your tribe. Giving a rating and review is also appreciated. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hey, It's Julie.